Welcome to the Light of the World, and this is Jerry G. Martin. It's been such a joy to bring you some messages on God's grace to help us through tough times. There are things that only God will do, but then there are things that only you will do. Today we're going to share a message with you called God's Law of the Harvest for Tough Times. Get your Bibles, get your notebook, listen in as we continue to share the Word of God that's going to be a blessing to you, your family, and your church. Stay tuned, and at the end of today's broadcast, we'll let you know how you can listen to this message in its entirety. We'll also let you know how you can come and be a part of what God's doing at the light of the world. Come and see what God's doing, and then come and go with us as we walk in the light of God's Word. In the book of Genesis, God orchestrated Joseph's travel to Egypt. If you know the story of Joseph, a lot of time we focus on all the things that he went through. You know, his brother sold him off into slavery. He ended up in a pit, and then he ended up in prison, and he ended up in the, in the palace. What God was doing with that entire series of events was to get him there so that they could prepare for a severe famine that was coming. And he said, let me give you an idea to give the Pharaoh so that they can be prepared seven years prior to there's going to be abundance. So you need to save when you have all this abundance because there's going to be a seven years of famine. Well, I'm here to tell you that we should be expecting uh, some tough times. Yesterday was the time to get started to reduce your debt get your house in order, to be in good shape so when things get tougher, you're not crying and saying, I should have did what the pastor told me. You ever said that? I should have did what the pastor told me. Well, I'm telling you, you ought to do what I'm telling you. It's not going to hurt you. It's going to be to your best benefit. Are we ready to go into the Word of God? Grab a hold of your Bibles, repeat after me, say, all Scripture is God-breathed. And it's useful for my teaching, for my training, for my reading and studying, for my obeying the Scripture, so I can be equipped to do what God called me to do. I've taken the past few weeks to inform and encourage the people of God to trust God in the good times and to trust God in the tough times. I don't know about you, but I trust God in the good times, but I seem to trust him more when things get tough. I shared with you how we, like Abraham, should hear God, believe God, and obey God. We want to be able to hear God, we, we will believe God, and we will obey God. We also told you that we ought, to believe, we ought to believe God's promises to provide. We went through a series of promises that, about God's provision. I believe that God will provide and my God shall supply all of my needs. I believe that. We also saw the purpose of tithing and, the, and our participation in tithing. 
And then I shared with you last time on how to be successful in business God's way. How to commit your business to the Lord so God can direct your business. And we prayed for all of the business people that were here. And so I don't want you to just let that be the end of that. You need to continue to pray for God's divine wisdom about your business. I was hearing a testimony yesterday of a man who said, uh, I just, I didn't know what to do, but I believe the word of God that God will give me wisdom. He was in Korea. And he said, and uh, I kept asking God to give me wisdom about my business. He was in the grain and wheat business. And he said, God gave him an idea of how to take two different types of grain and merge them together and have a, another grain that was superior. And now he's a multimillionaire. God knows everything about everything. God knows how to give you an idea that will bless you. Commit your way to the Lord and he will give you good success. Submit whatever you do to the Lord. Now, you're going to have to know the Lord to submit it to him and for him to talk to you like that. So if you don't know him, the good news is you can, you can be introduced to him today and I will do that. So today I'm going to give you some fundamental and laws from the word of God that if you would apply them to your life, you will be blessed no matter what is going on around you. So I'm going to give you a principle. A principle applies to everyone who engages in it. You don't have to believe in the law of gravity. Just jump off a building. You can say, I don't believe that. Man wrote that law of gravity. You don't believe in gravity? You don't have to. Jump off a building and see what happens. You'll believe it on the way down. But God has some laws that if you would apply it to your life, it will bless you. But before I begin that, let's review the ABCs that I have gone over. These are ABCs. I've talked about them every week. The A is God is, God is able. Do you believe that? God is able. Secondly, B, believe God's promises. Believe God's promises. I know he's able, and I'm going to believe his promises. And C is commit to obey God's word. God is able, believe his promises, commit to obey. If you do that, you're well on your way to God's blessings and favor in your life. Now, I want to just have you to know, and those of you who are not too familiar with us in our ministry, or those who are looking online all over the world, we're not teaching you this so that we can try to extract more money from you in the church. We're not trying to hustle you. We're not trying to transfer money from you to us and all of those kind of things that you may have experienced or have observed. So that's not our goal. Our goal is to let you know that God does have a methodology for blessing you, and he has some principles for doing this, and he put that in place so you can be blessed. So we're doing pretty good here at the church. God blesses his church. We never, ever will beg you for an offering. I don't like begging. I don't like nobody begging me. We're never going to hustle you for an offering. We're never going to ask you to stand in a prayer line and and prophesy over you so you can give more. We're going to believe God that God has a way to do things and God has a way to bless his people. And I don't know about you, but I, I enjoy going to a church like that. 
I enjoy going to a church. We don't have to sell chicken dinners and barbecue plates. And every time you turn around, they're selling tickets for something that you're trying to raise some money. I like that. I don't know about you, but I like that. You ought to say amen. amen. When a farmer plants a seed, he does so with a high degree of expectation that it's going to bear the fruit of its kind. So I'm going to talk to you about the law of the harvest. And the law of the harvest is the foundational principle of agriculture. The law of the harvest is also the foundational principle of the spiritual life. Spiritually and financially, we will reap what we sow. I'm going to start in the book of 2 Corinthians chapter 9. The apostle Paul details the harvest law of God, and then he explains why our relationship with the Lord is tied to our offerings for the Lord. Our relationship with the Lord is tied to our offerings for the Lord. Jesus says where your heart is, your treasure will be also. He tied that in as well. So let's look at what Paul tells us about the law of the harvest. Second Corinthians chapter 9, he says this, remember this, remember this, whoever sows sparingly will also reap sparingly. Sparingly means just a little bit, stingily, just take off a little piece and sow that. Whoever sows generously will also reap generously. Each man should give what he has decided in his heart to give, not reluctantly or under compulsion, for God loves a cheerful giver. And God is able to make all grace abound toward you so that it in all things, I like this scripture for some reason, so that in all things, at all times, having all that you need, some people stop there, you will abound and you will grow in every good work. God knows that you need resources to do the work. And the more resources you have, the more work you should do. So the resources that God gives us are not for us to just consume on ourselves. I heard an amen over there, and I heard another one over there. But let me just talk to these folk over here. God doesn't give you what he gives you just to consume on yourself. And if that's your idea of what you want to do, that's probably the reason he's not hooking you up like you think you ought to be hooked up. As it is written, verse 9, he scatters abroad his gifts to the poor. His righteousness endures forever. Verse 10, now he who supplies seed to the sower and bread for food will also supply and increase your store of seed and will enlarge the harvest of your righteousness. You will be made rich in every way. Why? So that you can be generous on every occasion. He says, God through his grace will bless you so that he will make all grace abound toward you so that at all times and in all things you'll have all that you need so you can be rich in every way and you can be generous on every occasion. Somebody else say, Lord, I want to be that person. That's what I want to do. Come on, we can even say that's what I want to do. It's time for us to stop being the one on the tail end of everything with our hand out saying, can you just give me a little bit more? I need some more help. You ought to take some of what you got and bless somebody else and watch God move on your behalf. 
It's a change of understanding. It's a paradigm shift for some people. And we have been on the end where we always, not we, not everybody, I'm just generalizing. We standing around waiting on somebody to give us something. You're still waiting on another stimulus check. I still have my last one. I tied on it and kept it moving. I didn't go out there and buy no, well, you know I didn't buy no hair. <laughs> you would be made rich in every way. So you can be generous on every occasion, and through your generosity will result in thanksgiving to God. Verse 12, this service that you perform is not only supplying the need of God's people, but is also overflowing in many expressions of thanks to God. And because of the service by which you have provided yourselves, men will praise God for the obedience that accompanies your confession of the gospel of Christ and for your generosity and sharing with them and with everyone else. And in their prayers for you, and their hearts will also go out to you because of the surpassing grace God has given you. Thanks be to God for his indescribable gift. This is Jerry G. Martin. Thanks again for listening to our broadcast. And we certainly hope as we have shared these principles of the harvest laws that God has put in place, that they are a blessing and a benefit to you. God has a way of blessing us so that we can have all that we need at all times to be a blessing to our families and to be a blessing to the kingdom of God. God wants us to prosper so we can be generous at all times and we can help further the kingdom of God with the resources that he places in our hands. If you would like to hear today's message again in its entirety, go to our podcast at The Light of the World Daily with Jerry G. Martin. You can listen to today's broadcast as well as previous messages on our podcast. You can also go to our website at lowcf.org. Again, that's lowcf.org. And as we're coming out of the summer, going into the fall, it's been a tough time for many of us. And I want you to know that God is moving by his spirit and his power. Come and be our guest each Sunday morning at 16161 Old Humble Road. You will be blessed as God will enrich your life. That's every Sunday morning in person at 16161 Old Humble Road. Let me remind you that the Beacon Bookstore is on our campus at the Light of the World. We have communion supplies, books and Bibles and offering envelopes and all the supplies you need for your church and ministry. Call the Beacon, 281-441-2885. Now for the light of the world, this is Jerry G. Martin saying, may the Lord our God richly bless you and we'll be with you again next time.